Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation, initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training, accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. In this episode, Eric dives deeper into the brilliance of the kingdom technique, previously discussed in EJP Live 28. He inspires creative ways to shape your own psychology in a fun and powerful way. Develop the skill to influence your inner consciousness and mold a powerful presence. So in regards to the, the kingdom, and you know, just to, to do a, uh, well, let me put some people on the spot. Who wants to tell me what they recall, what they got out of the kingdom? Because that's going to tell me what the retention level is that, that I know that you guys absorb. So who wants to, to, to uh, throw themselves out there? Who's, who's going to be brave? All right, good. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Jenny. Oh, I already got you blown up. You're ready to go. Okay, so perfect timing for me because I'm in the throes of trying to find a job for eight weeks now. I used the kingdom immediately, and (laughs) it had very interesting results. Um, It it gave me a sense of how to um, take all the teachings and sort of combine them in a way to – um, utilize this idea of the kingdom and collectively assemble something that I can I can use to manipulate my future or my goals. And in utilizing the techniques you describe, which is putting your eyes and giving them roles and and placing them throughout your kingdom in a holistic way, in a spiritual way, in a, in a way that guides your, your development. I mean, 
it's it, it was so powerful. <laughs> I have to tell you that um, the results were were good and bad, and I think that's that's a direct reflection of kind of how everything sort of has to balance anyway. I mean, or, it, it, or how you chose to to set things up, and the hindsight was. I should have done that differently. And I, I see how that correlated now. And I, I didn't consider that. So yeah, I, I get it. I absolutely think the, the kingdom is brilliant. I have, as I said before, used it very early in my life. Okay. Uh, and I think it's had a, a very big hand in my development psychically, spiritually, intellectually, uh, in those areas. I probably should have put somebody healthier in charge of the, the uh, kingdom's kitchen and food service, you know, and swapped out the French chef for a healthy chef, maybe put Tr- Tracy in there, which I guess now that I mention it, I should really give that some serious thought. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's very important to, to really understand that the, 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 kingdom is is there is no kingdom the the kingdom is essentially you having a way to communicate with your kind of your unconscious organization of what drives you through a day the 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 things that somehow you have different emotions and anxieties and stress and concerns and babbling and, and habits and all of these things in ways you react. And most people don't realize that there, there is a way to, to really organize all that. And there's a way to, to see yourself and relate in a way that's kind of like chess and you've got your different pieces. And instead of them just rumbling around, you're like, I actually want to have a say in this process. And that's what you're saying to your psychological self. And that's what you're saying to, to really other people, because as you organize your, 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 your psychological self, the people who interact with you are really going to read you and respond to you and relate to you based on what you've chosen to present. And you've done that presentation in a very conscious prepared way where you can feel very natural and not think about having to, to be a certain way. It's just, it's just already pre flight plan, if you will. Okay. It's already kind of pre structured. Um, So I think that's a very important part to, to understand that, that how do you, you, you see a kingdom, you imagine the kingdom, you imagine the moat, you imagine the land, all that. But it, in some ways, I think that some people can say, how, how is that me? How, how does that relate to me? And I think it's very important that you, you, uh, we talk about finding terms that you understand. You know, I, I get it, Pepin, okay? That, that if you don't have that get it or that a better, firmer way, instead of just assuming you get it, okay, your results are just going to climb up to that next level very rapidly. And so that's something very important to do. So I know that the, that, that there's, there's questions and I know that one of the questions, which was, I think the last one that I, I glanced over real quick was in regards to, and I, I, I was going to tell you guys this. So I was like, ah, you know, now it looks like, you know, I just read it anyway. But the point is, 
is um, I do think you guys should get a notebook out. And I see that most of you guys do, but there's other people out there who, who are watching right now. You want a notebook and pen. And this is really the, the point of it is that at some point, I recommend that you get a tape recorder or your smartphone with some recording. And what you're going to do is you want to very slowly and very clearly kind of talk about on tape your your list and you you kind of throw something out there and you just got to give yourself 60 seconds it's actually a long time in your mind okay and then you you know you are organizing that in your mind or you're acknowledging what you pre-designed okay and you kind of go to the next thing and you audibly hear it as you're kind of laying there mentally going through it. And you're like, okay, and I need to, to work on this. Or, so you start looking at that. If you've already made it, the objective is to really look at the work that, that you've, you've organized. If you have nights, you don't make the nights now. They've already been created. They're already organized. What you really need to do is to think now when you look at them, what their job is and how do they make you feel? How do they make me feel? Because they're there protecting me. They have my best interest in mind. They're robust. They're powerful. They're loyal to, 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 to their own death if necessary. And you can have complete confidence in them. And now you want to say to yourself, you know, maybe I'll walk up and put my hand on the horse and I will, will pet it and I will look and admire of what military gear they might be wearing. What's, what's you know, is do I have a, a emblem on there? You know, now you're really kind of getting more detailed, okay? But what you're really doing when you are really relating and reflecting on that is you're really empowering that quality in yourself more. You're, you're really, uh, what you're going to see is that interaction level, that, that relationship and the time that you, you kind of put into it is going to come out now in your personality. You know, I would not be surprised at all if that was your main focus, that somewhere in that week, somebody goes, you know, you, you, you know, I just want to say you're, you're different. It just seems you're, you're more confident or something, you know, I, I don't know what it is. And you're like, oh, well, thank you. Uh, or they might not, but you'll see it in how they react to you. And that's, that's really what you, you chose to work on yourself. And it wasn't like, you know, I'm powerful. I'm good. I'm confident. I, I, I'm not a subscriber necessarily to that process of self-help, okay? I am more methodical because I have a very high expectation of the results of the effect that should come from it. And, you know, I, I think that there is a level of cynicalism, particularly in white cell and particularly in higher balance members, where we, we see people do that and we kind of mock them. And it's not right, but if you're mocking them, how can you apply that to your own self and let it be effective? You already have made your court gesture in your mind hanging from the window going, ah, you know, at, at the, the local, you know, visitor for a diplomat, okay? Um, you know, or, you know, and you're like, you can't help us, ah, you know, and so you, you've got to be realistic in, in the sense of self-awareness 
is, you know, how, how do you think? How do you, how do you judge? How do you perceive things? And, you know, you don't realize, but the judgment you broadcast, broadcast out is really a lot of times the broadcasting of your own inner critic upon yourself. It's just that you don't see it that way, but it's really truly happening. Um, if, you know, it's to say if you, if you judge other people and you, you minimalize or marginalize your perception of them, tend to one your own inner critic that day, that week, that month, all of a sudden is picking on all your own personal failures and you're not even realizing that you do this to other people. And so it's, it's really a, a destructuring of, of really you and really keeping you vulnerable. So, you know, this is where you have to ask yourself, what is a way that I can engage my consciousness, understand that there's a duality. The duality is that there's a kingdom. There's all these things functioning. There's all this stuff. And I am the king or the queen of, of this. And at the same time, you have to understand not only you're the king or the queen, but it's essentially your consciousness. So I would say if, well, I, I don't want to go too much into simulated reality stuff, but if reality is a simulated reality, it's to say that your kingdom at the end of the day is a simulated reality that is really the functioning of how your mind works. And you, you just simply have found a way to form a reality in your mind, like, like a dream, I would, I would say, and that you understand that this is simply a reflection of your outer consciousness, your outer relationship of how you define who you are and how you're going to relate to people and how you're going to allow people to affect you or not affect you. And so as long as that's somewhere in the back of your mind, then the organizational level of what you're trying to do saturates better into the psyche of your mind. Of course, you're not thinking about your, your, your knights. Of course, you're not thinking about your diplomat. You, don't, you shouldn't have to because you acknowledge what they're all there for. But the biggest part is, look, I'm the fucking king or queen. I've designated you all your jobs. You know your mission. You know your purpose. Everybody has a hierarchy authority. I shouldn't have to say what I need. You guys should already know what I need and react to that. Do you understand? If I have to come out and tell you or train you, in a technically an unnecessary situation, then you're not doing what you're here to do. Bottom line is you, you, it becomes part of your nature. Now, one is you have to ask yourself some hard questions. You know, how realistic are you with the design of your kingdom? And that means that you can slap everything together, but have you, you know, there, there's an old saying, you know, uh, if, if the king or the queen can no longer relate to the people they govern, sooner or later, the people rebel against the king and dethrone them, okay? And my, my answer to that is if you allow your psyche to turn on you, it can be the worst enemy because it knows all of your secrets, all of your flaws, all of your, your weaknesses, and that's when you start becoming self-destructive. And you have to ask yourself, where is this coming from? Why am I doing this to myself? Why, you know, why can't I really get a grip of this? And how far does it go? 
You know, has it launched you to depression? Has it isolated you? Are you now withdrawing from society, from life, your curtains, your, you know, what is going on with you? So how do you self-analyze that and how do you crawl out of that situation? I suggest that you, you really look at life and you ask yourself the purpose of holidays. You, you ask yourself, do, do I ever think about besides the things that I want, the order that's there and how everybody's there to take care of me and everything? Or, or am I giving any time to, to say to my knights, I, I'm going to have a banquet with you guys. I am so grateful and appreciative of you that every single I that you have, good or bad, okay, you, just like you, you want to be acknowledged. You want to be appreciated. You want to be seen. And if you are doing to your kingdom what you, you feel is being done to you, well, then that reciprocation comes out in your personality. So it, it really can get from something simple, and I often say keep it simple, okay? But at the same token, if you want to really dig into it, you need to choose really what you want to bring to the table because it can get very complex, okay? Uh, you know, another thing that I think people do not do is you should take a, a fair portion of your time, at least, you know, if you're going to give 30 minutes to this, you should give at least five minutes, not one minute to seeing yourself as the king and queen, to, to seeing what you're identifying and, and the fact that you should have a king or queen, they're just not equal in your stature. Meaning if you're a queen, you, you, you're, the, the king is not necessarily above you. They're below you. Okay. But they're the king. And this is, this is true in some kingdoms in history. Okay. Uh, if you're the king, then, then the queen is slightly below you. But really what you're looking at is you're, you're looking at your masculine and feminine and you're acknowledging it. You're acknowledging your appreciation, the authority, the contribution, the, the influence, and that you want their counsel. You, you want them to weigh into what's troubling you. You want them and expect them to comfort you. You expect them to to. Uh, uh, be there if you are down. It's their job to to represent you in a sense and protect your interest and 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 the kingdom. It's as valuable to them as it is to you. So this is your yin yang, if you will. This is your compassionate part versus your masculine. Your masculine versus your compassionate. So how you really go about doing something like that is it's it's not just seeing yourself sitting on a throne okay, and moving amongst your people, it's really going deeper. It's about going deeper in your own psyche. And that is when you, everybody right now, I want you to, to draw the image up of yourself as the king or queen. Just, just go ahead. You, you may have thought about it already. So you get a, a working model. My, my first question to you is, are you exactly the age that you, you are currently in, in, in the now, if we'll call it that. Uh, are you, do you look exactly like yourself? Do you look completely different? Because is it necessary for you to look exactly how you look in this, this reality? And if you choose to look differently, what is the motive with that? You know, I, I would say in, in my kingdom, hell, I'm, I'm pretty buff. I'm in great shape. I've got a great crop of curly, dark hair. And I'm like, hey, you know, but you know, all joking aside that if, 
if you really let your mind go, there is a, a inner self image. And if that self image isn't healthy, strong, vital, uh, all of these things, what is that really saying about this, this, the status of your, your inner psyche? Are you a king that looks frail to its people? Or are you a, a queen that, that looks strong and, and mindful and aware and loving of their people, but yet don't, don't take me for a fool, okay? When you do the next thing and you think about whatever you had in mind originally, I'll say to you right now, look at your hand as the king or the queen. I want to know what does that hand tell you? Are you looking at the back of it? Or are you looking at the palm of it? That's question number one, because that tells me a lot. Okay. If your palm is up, it means that you are willing to engage. If your back of your hand is facing you, it means that you tend to push things away. Okay. So that is, that's a question. And, you know, it comes out in your, your nature. Are you avoiding? Or are you accepting other people, socially, business-wise, whatever. It's, and the real thing is you turn it to whatever side you want to have in your persona. That's really the bottom line. It's, it's that easy, okay? And it comes out in your, your character, okay? When you are looking at your hand, is it aged? Is it youthful? Is it wrinkly? Is it light skin, tan skin, brown skin, yellow skin, white skin? What, what, you know, and don't go crazy like, oh, it's alien skin or fucking translucent shit. I ain't got fucking time for that, okay? And you're, you're mucking up your own development by, by really doing shit like that, okay? Keep it simple. And you know what? You don't want to consciously analyze and structuralize it as we're talking. That's why it says, look at your hand. What do you see? What do you notice? Are you looking at your hand still? So as you're looking at your hand, before I say anything else, now, of course, you're running ahead thinking what I may or may not say. Try not to do that. Just try to be honest with you because you're really revealing really what's going on in your head, okay? Really what, what you perceive as the best of you, really, okay? So my, my next question to you is, are you wearing any jewelry? If you're the king or the queen, what's your, what's your blame, do you have no bling? That says something to it. It's not bad. Okay. If you got a lot of bling on, my, my real question is, is how much bling do you got? What kind of bling do you got? Are we talking bracelets? Are we talking gems, rubies, diamonds, gold, silver, multi, whatever? I mean, tasteful, tacky. That's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, how many rings you got on? Are there stones in the ring? Are they just metal? Are they cast with some kind of design on them? Were they gold? Were they silver? Okay. This really is saying in a psychological way, your perception of, in a sense, how you, you perceive. Now, I, I want to be very careful with this because, you know, I, I think there's some flexibility in the interpretation of it. And, but it, to me, if you were to tell me what you had, it would tell me a lot about you. Okay. It would tell me that you are very interested in finances or you see yourself really wanting to be wealthy or you see that you say that the wealth and finances is not what's important to you, okay? Or, or stuff of, of stature of that nature are not of value to you, okay? And 
that is revealing. So you need to ask yourself, well, well, wait a minute. That's the hand I seen on me, but God damn it, Eric, I, I need to pay the bills. I need some money. We need to put some fucking bling on that hand. Okay. So think about that. If you put bling on the hand, it may seem a little unnatural, but you're really giving your psyche a message directly. There's a part of you that has settled and there's a part of you that really doesn't want to settle, but you don't really know what to do. The, the answers are not consciously coming into your head with good, clear uh, uh, design as to what you should do with your life or your job or your time or your thinking or your relationship. These things really are activating what I call the committee, this part of you when you're trying to remember something. I always say the committee's running you know, down the halls to, to try to rummage around to find whatever it is that you forgot to talk about. And you're like, oh, give me a minute. It's going to come to me. Uh, I'll start talking. But the, and then all of a sudden, oh, I remember. And then you, that's, it. that's the committee running back with information, I called it, okay? And that's your, your consciousness, okay? And so in, in essence... In much the same way, by just randomly trying to perceive things, it, you should really just sketch out stuff. Do you see what I'm saying? Look at that and say, wow, I, I, I don't have no bling. I don't, have, I don't want to give too much away. I don't have this. I don't have that. And, you know, that's, that should strike you maybe as interesting or maybe you're like, no, that's, that's the way I like to roll. Okay, that's, that's how I feel. Is it modest? Is it really overstated? Okay. You, you, there isn't really a judge in right or wrong. Where, where the only person that really gains the most out of that is you. It's really you in another way saying, uh, as a psychoanalyst, you're, you're not going to psychoanalyst to figure, out, figure you out over two years. Okay. You can get a very good idea. Okay in a matter of just minutes through a process like this. I'm not saying it's bulletproof or as good as a psychotherapist or psychologist. I am saying in general, it's, it's pretty informative and very telling. Okay. Uh, the, the next question I would, would say to you is, you know, um, it's a little bit of a tricky one, but you could say, did you see your fingernails? You know, do you, do you have, uh, manicured fingers? Do you have painted fingernails? Are they pointy? Are they flat for guys? You know, are, is there dirt and grime on your fingers from, from being one of these kings who gets down with his people, you know, and, and will help them dig and, and show that you're, you're in it with them? You know, if it never occurred to you, you know, what, what does that something mean? It, it means, okay, the people in your life might be relative to how you see the people in your kingdom. And maybe you realize that there's a part of me that feels very extracted from my people, very isolated and just very specific people in my inner sanctum, my, my community, okay? And the question is, is how does that relate in real life in the sense of your husband, your children, your coworkers, your, your this is the people in your kingdom. You don't look at the people in your kingdom necessarily as, oh, that's my kid, that's what, you really see the, the, the working factor of your eyes. But the truth is, is your relationships with things are representative also. And I, I don't think it's fair for me to, to suggest, and I wanna be clear about this, that if you don't see family in your courtyard or something indicative of that, 
that that should be a defining statement. What I am trying to say to you is um, it is something that if you realize that you would like a better relationship with your family or you would like a better relationship with coworkers or, or whoever, okay, this is a great opportunity to create a representation of them in your, in your court and how you choose to greet them, how you choose to talk to them, how you, you, you choose to invite them to sit at your table and where you ask them to sit, okay, and how kind you are or uppity is going to define really what's going to come out of your, your personality in day-to-day life. Uh, if, in a sense, I would say that, let's say that you are really in a tough spot in a relationship with, with your lover or partner, call it whatever you want. And you know there's issues, and you'd like to resolve them, okay? But you really got a strong position, and you feel that they have a strong position, and it's, it's making a wedge. It's not lasting days. It's not lasting weeks, but it's, it's months, you know, or something underlying. So the question is, is can you invite them into your kingdom and, and do that? So let me pose to you. Think of somebody that you, would, you feel that you want to kind of maybe work things out with or have a better relationship or something. Uh, give that a moment's thought. And what I want you to do now is, you know, have that person come into your, your sanctum, your, your inner court, okay, where all the important people are that run the kingdom and manage things and your military, your diplomats, your, you know, your muse, whatever you're going to have there, okay? And now this person is coming through the, the main doors and they're, they're, you know, people are getting out of the way, they're coming through. And I want you to think about that for a minute. I want you to visualize that person. See, see them coming in, dressed, looking the way they do in everyday life, but in, in whatever fashion, okay, for, that fits the, the, the kingdom. Once you guys have that, my next question to you is, how did you dress them? Because how you dress them is how you, in a way, see them, okay? Were they not on a royal level? Were they, were they not even equal to the people in the court? And these are, this is your, your, your partner in life? This is someone you, you value and you, you care about? Did you, are they just wearing farmer's clothes? Are, are, are they got some pretty nice stuff and they've got some, some jewelry on? Or what is the assessment psychologically that you represented for them in your, in your courtyard? And that should give you an idea of how that person may perceive how you see them. You understand? Did you see them coming from another kingdom and then they were a king or queen from somewhere else? Did you see them as being your own king or queen partner to you as much there as in life? And I'm not saying that should be the case. What, what I am saying is what value did you assign them in the kingdom, how much trust and confidence did you did you give them in your association to your kingdom? And the next question is, did they walk in alone? Or did they come with anybody else? And what, what did they look like? Did you have them bow to you? Did you have them curtsy to you? Did you have them kiss your ring? Okay. The, these are all 
ways of really seeing how you want to be perceived, how you feel you should be perceived by them, or, va- or how, they, how you feel they should value you, okay, or, or whatnot, you know, but it, it's very telling. So if you were to imagine um, a huge banquet in your, in your court, and you have everybody on this court, I want you to now tell me where you would place them in, at your table. Where are they sitting? And I already gave a little bit of a hint, so I'm pretty sure you guys are going to follow that lead. But the, the point is, is, it gets more interesting. And I don't want to overcomplicate it, but I just want to teach you how you should be maybe thinking if you want to go there, okay? But the, the trick is, can you lay everything out in your head and, and think of these things without really trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing? The real, the real question is, is, is if I ask a question, how quick do you have the answer? I'm probably going to get an honest answer. But if, if you know that you want to make sure you look good, then you're, you're really designing things to, to really fool yourself in a sense. So you really got to ask yourself in a very clear, non-interrupted mental state, if you can do that, okay, you know, what honestly do, do, would I do? Let me not overthink this, okay, and just let everybody kind of seat and where, where they end up, okay? And the question is, is are they on your right or are they on your left, okay? you know, this says a lot. If how many seats away are they from you? How close they are? If you want to be generous, you're going to let them sit next to you. But the real question is, is then where's your king or queen sitting on your right or your left? Okay. So this, this says a lot in, in your value or your perception of that person. A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. 
Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio. 